Is it time to create something different with your life and your body? Right Body for You will inspire you and invite you to a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Ready? Let's go. Here's your host, Danielle. Hey, and welcome to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Thank you for joining me now on the past and the present or the future. Um, I do know that uh, people listen at various times, even. Yes, I I firmly know that it is possible that some of you have already listened to this show. So, you know, if you like the tool and want me to talk more about it, again, let me know. Sorry. Just a little insight into the crazy head that I have. Um, and greetings from Edmonton, Canada. I am here doing a series of classes. The Right Body for You two-and-a-half-day workshop and then the um, Right Body for You Taser Facilitator training and then the Right Body for You Spotlight Facilitator training. And then tomorrow I do the Access Consciousness Facebook class. And then the day after that is the three-day Access Consciousness Body class. Woo-woo! We're going to the Edmonton Body Celebration. And we're having we're having a ton of fun. Um, it's always fun to see people choose more, step into um, in, enjoying their body and asking questions. And, you know, that's one of the things I love. You know, I spent a lot of my life um, ignoring my body, hating the fact that I had a body, judging everything I did, everything I ate, everything I was, everything I wasn't, wasn't everything I was wearing, everything I wasn't wearing. I mean, the men I attracted, the men I didn't attract, the list goes on and on and on and on. And... Unfortunately, I know I shared that list with a lot of people that they had that. Uh, I wish I could say we never judged us or our bodies. And I know I know a lot of how people function because I used to function 100% from that. Um, I do have days where it's better, which is what this is all about. I judge myself and my body so much less than I used to. And I mean so much less like probably 90% less than I used to, which is pretty, pretty damn exciting. And for me, the journey took me to um, Access Consciousness and Right Body for You, which is what uh, this radio show is called. Hello. (laughs) But it's also, it's Right Body for You is a a division of Access Consciousness. It's the Access Consciousness tools focused on the body. And then uh, from there, Right Body for You is also a book which I get to be a major contributor of that, and I'm very excited. And then it's also the two-and-a-half-day workshops um, all over the world that I get to facilitate. Like, this weekend I'm in Canada, next weekend I'm in Rome. Um, and then after that I'll be in 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 Australia. There's the A word. Um, and, you know, it's, it's fun to see people shift and change, including myself. That's one of the things I love about the work I do is that I get to shift and change each each. Uh, each class, each session, each radio show as well. Um, you know, I, my body has changed. My body has changed a lot. Um, people always think that the change is only one way. Um, you lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, or heal, don't heal. Um, and there's only acceptable variation, acceptable one way or one direction to go. And one thing I've discovered is your body is in constant creation. Your body is constantly creating, and yet we ask our body to, like, stop and stay in this particular area. It's like, oh, I got to be this size, stay. I got to be this health level, stay. I got to be able to lift this much weight, stay. 
um, you know, we're always trying to keep our body from changing, from evolving. And it doesn't actually work simply because, well, you know what? Our body is always creating. And with that creation, it shifts and changes. Um, and so, and what's interesting with that is one of those things that uh, can or cannot affect the body a whole lot is food, okay? And so that's what we're kind of talking about today. It's acceptable eating behaviors. And this one I know is going to bring up a lot. Um, it hopefully will give you some uh, insight and awareness. And I know it's going to actually piss off some people. And not necessarily piss off at me, um, but just there's a certain energy. Because, you know, everything we do with Access Consciousness and Right Body for You, we're talking about this energy of stuff. Um, the energy behind everything. And we're using that energy to shift, change, and create differences. Well, with this, uh, there's just a palpable energy that you can just tap into whenever we have this kind of conversation. And then from that kind of energy, people can get frustrated and upset. It's almost like there's a universal uh, annoyance just right off the bat when talking about foods and bodies. Okay. Um, and so with the, uh, you know, one of the major ways we go about changing our bodies is to watch, monitor, engage our eating habits. It's also one of the ways we most judge us and our bodies by. In addition to the judgment that brings up, my questions are, who designed the acceptable eating behaviors? Where did we agree to it? You know, that, um, that there are two, ta like if you're having tacos for dinner, you can have two tacos, but not four, because two tacos is the acceptable amount, and yet four tacos is too much. And if you do one, you're even better, because two, you're just medium, you're just normal, you're just like everybody else, right? And then one is even better. Um, you know, and I have a lot of people go, I had one taco. It was the size of my head, but it was one taco. Because we seem to try to find these loopholes and things like that go, you know, to make it acceptable, or when we report back to those unseen things or people that we always seem to report back to, um, we can report, how many tacos did you eat? One. You know, and then we start making excuses. It's like, well, how many tacos did you eat? I ate four, but they were really small, you know, so they really only equaled two. So we always seem to have these quick little um, reasons and justifications, these quick little excuses, these quick little no, this is why, this is why, this is why, just, you know, no, 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 this is it. So it's like, where the freak did all of this come from? And I know some people will simply want to say, like, oh, well, it was the standardized diet, you know, all the scientists and dietitians and got together and said, this is how much the body should and shouldn't eat. This is what's acceptable and this is what's not acceptable. Well, I think it's kind of funny. Um, some of the foods I have seen on the acceptable diet list in various countries, I wouldn't eat. My body's like, no, doesn't want that. Um, it, you know, it has different types of foods. Like I think I even saw Pediasure on there one time, which is a uh, mother's milk substitute. And I'm like, why is that on the standardized diet? And here's the other thing. Standardized is simply meaning average. It's a, uh, you know, if we go to statistics, and sorry, everything statistics is bringing up, but if you go to statistics, 
it's where you take an average of everything, the highs, the lows, you throw those out, and then you add the rest and then uh, create a medium number, um, which is the middle. So when we're talking about a standardized, it is uh, the median middle. And standardized doesn't mean it works for everybody or everybody. Because if you, last time I checked, and I check frequently, just so you know, and because, you know, I open my eyes and walk around in the world and just, you know, you guys check frequently as well. Nobody has the same type of body, you know, like my, uh, my mother was four foot nine tall, right? Not very tall. And uh, it used to be that in medical practices, it has changed. But it used to be they would give give the same kind of uh, radiation or chemo amount, the standardized, this is what it's supposed to be, amount for somebody who, like my mother, was four foot nine, 98 pounds, or a six foot one, 250 pound man. Um, and it was like it, they would receive the amount, same amount of chemotherapy and radiation. It's like, what? How are these standard types of things actually supposed to work? when bodies themselves are so different, which is where, honestly, you know, as I say, talking to your body really comes in. Because what might work for my body doesn't always work for somebody else's body and vice versa. You know, like, I'm up here in Canada this week and they have something, Lay's has something called ketchup potato chips. People love them. I, my body can't think of much else that would be more repulsive. And so it's like, no, we're not eating. We're not eating that. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just a silly example, but it is going to how you have to look at, um, you have to look out at the, um, what works for your body and what doesn't work for your body. Okay. And here's the other funny thing. In, in the USA, it's the standard American diet which we like our acronyms, right? So if we look at standard American diet, what is that? Um, S-A-D, S-A-D, what is that? Oh, yeah, sad. That's just so sad. That's the standard American diet, which I just find really funny, which, you know, one of my mother's big um, uh, rants that she used to have is how we don't actually eat real food anymore. And what she means by that is, you know, things are, are so uh, processed and um, uh, pasteurized and all of this kind of stuff. And, like, wheat is grown differently and um, uh, well, uh, <laughs> wow, it's a good thing I'm not for a living. I can't think of the word. It's grown differently, it's processed differently and all that kind of stuff, right? And so she would always say, you know, we don't actually eat real food anymore. Like I used, I used to joke that Mexican or, uh, you know, cause I love Mexican food. And then one day I was like, I can't eat Mexican food. I've had it too often. And then we ended up at Taco Bell cause it was the only thing open right at like 11 o'clock at night. My friend was like, I thought you didn't want Mexican food. I'm like, this isn't real Mexican food. It's, you know, it's not even real beans if you get down to it, which by the way, it's not. Um, but don't get me wrong. I, I love me some Taco Bell. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> but um, 
and it's funny because somebody in the chat room said, don't even get us on GMO, right? Which is, it is kind of funny. Um, genetically modified food is what this is standing for. And again, this is where you really, 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 um, really want to uh, be in communion with your body and ask your body what works for you and doesn't work for you. Um, because, yeah, you know, you don't, you know, food is food and uh, some food is considered more real food than the other. And it's like, but here's the thing. If you take everything on uh, face value, like GMO, is it GMO? Is it, is it a genetically modified food? Then I'm not eating it. Um, well, there's actually a high percentage of the world who's eating some genetically modified food that you don't know is genetically modified. Um, so you tend to cut off your awareness if it has a certain label. And what I mean by that is um, anybody else like broccoli? I love broccoli. Um, broccoli is one of the most favorite veggies out there in the world, right? Well, did you know that broccoli is man-made? I'm not even kidding or joking a little bit. You can look it up. It's, it was created by the uh, broccoli family who did a cross between cauliflower and asparagus and created broccoli. So technically, broccoli is a genetically modified food. Huh. Wait a minute. So if we're going around saying all GMOs are bad, then by, by definition, we must all be um, uh, uh, throw out things like broccoli. Yeah. And, and somebody in the chat room just said a seed can be GMO and still be grown or organically grown. Exactly. So this is what I'm saying. This is where question comes in, communication, talking to your body, um, because then oftentimes we have less of a judgment about food and when we have less of a judgment about food, we can actually receive more from the food, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about that later, about judgment and if it's affecting um, food or not affecting food and what that does to your body. <laughs> Somebody in the chat room is like, hey, yay, now I can refuse broccoli. Oh, honey, put cheese on it. Anything's good with cheese on it. <laughs> just kidding. Or just don't steam it way too much. Because my body is a big texture thing. And so it's like if something's steamed, like broccoli is steamed, it has a like weird texture to it that I just don't like. But you stir fry it a little bit. I love it. I love broccoli. It's one of my favorite, one of my favorite um, veggies to eat. Up there with Brussels sprouts. Who knew? You know, it's one of those crazy things where you ask your body, uh, body, what would you like to eat? And I said Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, really? Are you freaking kidding me? Because, you know, my whole life I had had been told this point of view that Brussels sprouts were gross and, you know, just avoid it and eat fun of vegetables like broccoli and carrots, you know, and things like that. And then this whole silly thing about asking your body, body, what would you like to eat? And it says Brussels sprouts. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. And I have been in love with Brussels sprouts ever since. Um, <laughs> and the chat room was going crazy. If you guys have never been on the chat room, um, please do join us sometime. Go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and then go up into the top. It says chat room. Uh, just click on it, put in your name, and join the chat room. They're talking about broccoli with ketchup and loving me some Brussels sprouts and um, having some fun. And uh, all right, so <laughs> now we're talking about Brussels sprouts are good, but not the name. There you go. These are some of the heavy-hitting topics going on in the chat room, but we do usually have fun, so please do join us. All right. 
we're going to take a quick little break. Um, when we can come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, what actually shows up and what we create when we're doing the acceptable eating behaviors, what goes on, what it creates, and what we can actually do to change it. Okay. This is Danielle. You're listening to Right Body for You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. Uh, I am your host, Danielle, and I do invite you to check out my website, Danielle.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E. There are lots of fun things on there. Uh, there are full length, well, full length is in two hours, um, right body for you intro video court classes that I d- I've done, and there are free to watch. Check them out, um, kind of see what some of this right body for you and verbal access consciousness, verbal processing is all about. SoundCloud, archives, radio shows, um, links to other yum goodies. Uh, in the product page, you have past classes, telecalls from single telecalls to um, 30 days of telecalls and everything in between. Uh, it, there's a lot of fun information on there. And you can also find out about classes and private sessions. It's a great place to hook up on private sessions. You know, as I'm here in Canada, I've been doing a lot of private sessions and it's so much fun. I love working one-on-one with people, helping them get down into some of the nitty-gritty of of places where they're looking and asking for change in their life. Um, But you can also find out about the upcoming classes. Like this weekend, 
is the three-day advanced, sorry, the three-day access consciousness body class, which there is still plenty of time to join. Tomorrow is the face of the class. After that is access consciousness three-day body class. Talk about nurturing for your body. Spend three days giving and receiving all of the uh, hands-on body processes that access consciousness has, and it's just so freaking yummy. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so that's in Edmonton, Canada. And then after that, I will be in Rome, Italy. Literally, like, next weekend, I will be in Rome, Italy, facilitating the Right Body for You two-and-a-half-day workshop. And then after that, I'll be in Perth, Australia, facilitating the uh, Access Consciousness three-day body class. And then after that, it will be in Brisbane, Australia, doing the Right Body for You workshop. Then Vienna and London and then Vienna or back to Vienna and then Kansas City three-day body class um, is after Perth. So there's lots of fun things. And then in September, we're doing the first ever Right Body for You Tools in Action. We are taking the manual from the Right Body for You workshop and putting it into active everyday life we're bringing it to life and so it's not a classroom it's a life we're going to be out hanging out in the french quarter in new orleans doing a bunch of fun things changing things shifting things getting um uh depth to the right body for you tools like you you've never had before um rome is next weekend the June 2nd, 3rd, 4th, I believe. Somebody in the chat room said, when is Rome? Um, come play in Rome, Roma. We love Rome. And of course, it'll be translated because I speak sarcasm and energy. I do not speak Italian in this 10 seconds. Um, so do come join us. We have a lot of fun. And one of the things we do talk about in the Right Body Few classes are acceptable eating behaviors. And eating and food and listening to your body okay um like it was really interesting the the subject came up because one day i was at my house and i didn't have a lot of food because when you're home for 36 hours you tend not to have food in your house right if you're home for 30 36 hours in a month and uh so all i had was a bag of chips and i'm not talking like one of those big bag of chips that looked there even I'm doing a disclaim, but it was, you know, just a regular size bag of chips. And that's all I had to eat that day. I had a Coke, I had a bag of chips and a bunch of water. And I, at the end of the day, I actually stopped and looked at that. I went, oh my gosh, I had nothing but a bag of chips to eat today. How horrible is that? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I had basically what equates to two handful of chips, and that's all the food I ate that day. So I really started looking at those acceptable eating behaviors because it's like on the surface, I had a bag of chips. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you ate a whole bag in one day, you little oinker, right? Or, and then, but the disclaimer of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, it, it was one of the small bags, and it really just equals two handfuls. I'm like, Wow. We have these cycles that go on and on and on. And then the funny part is nobody was there. Nobody was off. Nobody was even asking me. And yet I'm standing there in the kitchen going, oh, my gosh, I ate a bag of chips. I'm so horrible. 
like, who are we even repeat or reporting to? And anybody else done this? You know, like in America, we have Thanksgiving with a bunch of pies. I know they do in Canada. I don't think they have Thanksgiving in other countries, but you see where I'm getting with this. Anyways, one of the time-honored traditions of after Thanksgiving is pie for breakfast the next day because we have all this leftover pie. And so um, I would, anybody, it's funny because almost seems to be with it where we go, yep, I'm having pie for breakfast. And it's like a challenge. It's like, who are we challenging? Who are we, who are we actually looking at? Who are we going? I am going against what you think. I am, I am doing my own thing and I am making no excuses for it except the fact that I'm saying it like this to you open air kitchen where I'm all alone and in this defiant tone and it automatically means I'm arguing with you, which is really damn funny how we end up doing these things. And, uh, and so it's like, who are we talking to? Who are we not talking to? Where have we decided this? Where have we chosen? And how much have we actually already agreed to it? You know, I mean, cause trust me, people are going, you had, you had four tacos. You had four tacos. I can't believe you had four tacos instead of two tacos. You know, what are you trying to get fat? Oh, four ta- you're going to get fat if you keep eating that. Or you're going to get sick because it's not real food. Or, um, oh, you're going to pay for that later one way or the other. Trust me, before all the countries started standardizing their diets, that was there. Um, so everywhere we were, the creator of it, enforcer of it, buyer, seller, or the one to go, Yes, two tacos is enough. Would you be willing to try and create that? Cool. Right, because that's a buckle nitrous poison man. And and what's funny is I can envision somebody a million years ago going, Oh, I can't eat them I can't eat any more two tacos. I'm so full because they were full. And then the person next to him going, I just had my third taco, I'm not full. Oh, well, I'm wrong. If she's full at two, I should have been full at two. Oh crap. And then, you know, it perpetuates the cycle from there. You know, we're, you know, a million years later, we're still hearing that same thought of, oh, if if they were full with two, I should have been full with two. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I know it sounds insane, but how often can that actually actually show up that way? (laughs) Interesting, because now I'm hungry. (laughs) I know, right? Hey, I had chips for breakfast. This is what happens when sometimes you're sitting in a hotel and the only thing you have are goodies for class. <laughs> I had chips for breakfast, not the ketchup chips. I, I I moved those aside and went, no, I'm not going to eat those. Um, but we have these things. And what actually occurs is we have this judgment come up. Because really when we're standing in the kitchen making excuses to the open air going, I'm having four tacos, screw you. Yeah, I mean, we're rebelling against an idea, a judgment, a thought. But what's interesting is we're actually using judgment to enforce that or to rebel it or to say that we're choosing something different when we're actually really using judgment. And then the problem with that is then the judgment can actually uh, change and shift how our body receives and perceives the food. 
Okay, it's really interesting the things that occur when we're eating food through judgment. Because that's really what it's all about is we're judging ourselves. And so when we're standing there in the kitchen, you know, defying the idea and that judgment and those that unseen viewing audience in our kitchen and houses that we're always reporting who we eat to, who we're actually doing it to is ourselves. And it's our judgment of the food that we may have bought it from somebody else, yes, but we're functioning from it at that time of the food, the quantity, the amount that is actually creating the limitation in our lives, that is actually creating the problem, that is actually creating angst, upset, nauseous, and weight, um, and disease, anything like that actually in your body. So that's the good news and the bad news, because the good news is you created it and you can change it. The bad news is you created it and you can change it. Yes, I said the same thing. Because some people hear that and go, oh, good, then I have the, I have the power to change it. And other people go, oh, crap. Well, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, I can't change it. And I'm like, no, you can. They're like, no, I can't. Um, so what we're going to do is when we come back, I'm going to give you a few tips. Or we're going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks about how to actually shift some of this uh, um, self-judgment cycle um, that we go through with these acceptable eating the habits, okay? All right, this is Danielle. We, you are listening to Right Body For You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? Or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. 
If you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Um, thank you for listening today in the past, in the present, or the future. Okay. So today we're talking about acceptable eating behavior patterns or whatever that is. And not from like, sorry, I'm not giving you a list of acceptable eating behaviors. Um, I'm actually helping you to look at the places and spaces where you're eating from what somebody else told you instead of what your body actually told you, okay? And it's rampant. You know, it's really interesting, even in restaurants now, they will put uh, the calories. Because, you know, that's one of the favorite things to do is to really watch the calories. I am, uh, you know, because as long as well as the standardized diet, besides the foods you can eat, you also have calories of how much you should or shouldn't eat. And so you go into freaking Taco Bell now and there's a calorie thing. You go into restaurants and on the menu, there's a little calorie thing. So it's like, how do we, where, ow, where else do we, sorry, that was me hitting my elbow on the desk. Um, <laughs> and um, so where else, where else can we go with this? What else is possible? Okay. Um, well, what is this? You know, I've talked about it before, and we can always give you a recording, or if you listen to the archives, I talk a lot about communicating with the body and listening to your body and um, having it tell you where you would like, what it would like to eat, because who eats you or your body? Because so really you have to have that, um, the communication with your body is paramount to listening to what your body has to say about what it wants to eat. Because you do need to take into consideration what your body wants to eat um, because it's the one that eats, right? We're just I just mentioned that. It's the one that eats, not you, the infinite being. I know we always love to say, oh, what would I like to eat? Or I love this or don't love this. And <clears throat> whenever we say I phrases like that, we're actually talking about the um, infinite being and not the body. Um, and so in Right Body for You workshops and classes, we talk a lot about asking the body because, you know, your body has a consciousness of its own. Do plants and animals have a consciousness? Yes. Does the earth have a consciousness? Yes, absolutely. And we're more with, ready and willing to acknowledge that kind of thing than we are that our body has a consciousness of its own, uh, which I find very, very funny now. Before, I'd be like, what do you mean my body has a consciousness of its own? What the freak are you talking about? Well, what the freak we're talking about is, if, like, look at it, just a very scientific level. If the, if the earth has a consciousness of its own and our body are ma is made up of similar elements and things from the earth, then why wouldn't it also have a consciousness of its own, okay? And so what it does is it has an indication of what it would like to eat, Okay, it does because it knows it's just as hedonistic as we, the infinite being, are. And so it would uh, know what it likes to taste, what it requires, 
okay? Because your body requires sugar, salt, and water. That's about as standardized as my diet gets or anybody I suggest in Access Consciousness or Right Body for You um, is sugar, salt, water. In whatever form your body requires it, you know, sometimes my body requires sugar, salt, water with, like, grapes as a sugar, um, salt, cheese, you know, various things. And so it's like when if you're willing to talk to your body about sugar, salt, water, and asking it what it requires, this is one of those places where that first step of um, getting rid of those what is think what we think about is acceptable eating behaviors, okay? Um, because what happens if we have aligned and agreed, meaning we've made it the only choice and the only possibility? If we have aligned and agreed that two tacos is the correct amount of food to eat when you have a taco meal, because, um, you know, who is not having a taco meal, right? And so if you have two, uh, if you have the point of view that two tacos are the acceptable amount to eat, and you ask your body, or even if you're not asking your body, but you eat a third taco, you automatically start going into self-flagellation. And unfortunately, a lot of places that self-flagellation goes to is your body, okay? And then from there, it gets into the, oh, this is going to make me fat. Well, your body's listening. And so the second you say something like, oh, I ate a third taco, oh, I'm going to gain weight. Whether you say it out loud or not, you can even just do it energetically in your head because guess what? Your body hears it energetically, (laughs) right? And so your body goes, oh, getting fatter. I can do that. That's not a problem. Or, oh, I'm going to be so sick after I eat this whole cupcake because it's so sweet. So guess what happens? After you eat the whole cupcake, you get sick. So it's amazing the things that start to occur. If you watch, often it occurs because you said it. You disclaimed it. You said it was. And oftentimes it's in to re- because of reaction of um, these standardized things that we've been taught somewhere. So one of the things I do, suggest doing is like, if you go into restaurants that have calories on the menu or things like that, I literally cover it up um, or I won't even look. Like, not like, I'm not looking, not looking, not looking, but just cover it up like it's not there. Not because in the defiance, just because it, if you're reacting to it, remove the thing you're reacting to so you can actually look at the words and ask your body, body, what would you like to eat? Body, what would you like to eat? Body, what would you like to eat? And go from there, okay? Um, and then that is one of the great places to start. I know it seems just silly, but it's like if you're having a reaction, remove the thing you're reacting to, and it could be as simple as covering up the calories on the menu. And then everywhere you've aligned and agreed, resisted and reacted, that it is only one acceptable way of eating or counting calories is the only way to change your body. Would you be willing to destroy it and create that, please? Cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, fuck, and I choice, boys and bounds. Which is an example of the excess consciousness verbal processing, um, which you can go to theclearingstatement.com to find out more about that. Okay. Um, and then one of my favorite tools I'm going to give you right now is truth do I have any judgment about this food whether it's quantity quality amount um, if it's um, 
uh, if it's the chocolate cake or if it's because it's chips or whatever it is. Truth do I have any judgment of this food before you take your first bite. See, because what you're going to want to do is, well, what happens is you ask your body, body, what would you like to eat? And it says, oh, I want a cupcake. And you're like, what? Your body's like, hey, I'm requiring sugar, and that cupcake looks really good. So um, cupcake, please. And if you have any judgment of the food at all, your body was requiring the sugar from the cupcake, but we have judgment of the sugar, of receiving the sugar from the cupcake because, oh, cupcakes are going to make us fat, or if it tastes good, it's not good for you, and you know, all those fun, crazy points of view that we like to function from, okay? And so when we we, we do that, we're like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. That's um, that's uh, a bad way to eat sugar. That's a bad way to receive sugar. And so we're like, hey, but our body said it was okay. But the problem is energetically we're not willing to receive that. Energetically we still go into judgment of it. So Judgment can actually negate what you can receive, what your body will receive sugar from that cupcake because we have the point of view that it has to be um, acceptable sugar, whatever that is, okay? And so we get into this place where we can actually negate what our body is asking for from the cupcake because we have a judgment of it. And then we eat it and we go, oh, I'm going to be fat, I'm going to be sick. No, 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 it's okay because... My body said it was okay, and then we still get fat and sick, and we're like, see, I can't communicate with my body, or see, it is a cupcake's fault. See, there is, a, there is something that says a goodness or a badness instead of just um, eating what your body requires. Because one thing I can tell you right now, if you eat what your body asks for, when it asks for it, in the amount that it asks for it, and you don't have any judgment of amount or when or what, your body can actually do pretty, 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 pretty dang well just on its own as it is because then you're giving your body what it wants, when it wants, how it wants it without the judgment. But what most of us do is we have a food with a side of judgment. And then, yes, let me say it again, your judgment can actually negate how your body receives the food, okay? And here's the, here's the caveat to this. People go, well, it's still getting the sugar from the uh, cupcake, so, you know, right? Well, yes and no. Because while the sugar may be in, coming into your body from the cupcake, you can actually negate your body receiving the benefit from it that it was asking for and with the judgment. And so when you have the judgment of it, it can actually, um, well, and you negate your body receiving what it requires. Your body is not sated. And then your body is going, huh, thanks for the cupcake. I still need sugar. Okay? And so what we do is even a being going, oh, see, I need more sugar. So we eat the second cupcake or whatever it is, and then more judgment. So if you try this, do I have any judgments of the food? Before you take your first bite, your body, you ask your body, body, what would you like to eat? It says cupcake. And you're like, okay, cool. Um, before you take a first bite, truth, do I have any judgment about this? And then PodPoc using the access consciousness verbal processing. PodPoc, anything and everything that comes up. 
destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good, bad, black, and ice, horse, boys, and beyond, and then uh, do it again and again and again and again until you have no judgment or at least less judgment. And then eat the food. Trust me, it'll actually taste different because you're receiving the energy as well as the physicalness of the thing like the cupcake that you were rejecting a second ago, okay? And then you want to ask body, would you like another bite? Body, would you like another bite? Body, would you like another bite? And then when you're doing this, you're really tapping into what you and your body desires to eat instead of what society has told us is the acceptable amount and the way it is, okay? Um, We're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the sugar, salt, water, okay? This is Danielle. You're listening to Right Body For You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Right Body for You. Uh, reading in the chat room, and we do have a couple of questions. What is, if we are separate and have communion, why do I have to ask it in a way that makes it separate, her body, right? What it would like to eat um, that makes it, uh, oh, body, what do you want to eat versus body, what would we like to eat today? Um, excellent question, and it's not that we're creating a sense of separation. For the first time, we're actually acknowledging the consciousness of the body and including the body in the food intake process simply because it's the one eating. I have yet to see an infinite being eat food. I've seen a body eat, but I've not seen an infinite being eat. So when we're addressing the body 
of body, what would you like to eat? We're actually for the first time asking it instead of assuming what we do, what we, the infinite being, um, think it should be. So we actually ask it out of an honoring of the body and an inclusion of the body in a way that we never did before. So yes, we're addressing body, what would you like to eat? But it's from that honoring inclusion place instead of that separation that we usually do. Because usually we never take into account what the body wants to eat. It's just like body or what would I like to eat? What would I like to eat? Instead of the body who's actually the one eating. Okay. So I think that that's pretty, for me, that's a lot of fun. Um, Okay. So sugar, salt, water. This is about as standardized and the acceptable eating behavior. That's about all I ever do. And for me, it changes every day and every moment. Because, like, I know a lot of people hear sugar, salt, water, and they go to potato chips, candy bars. And while that can be a way to get your salt and your sugar if your body is requiring it at the time, please don't assume if your body wanted it yesterday, it wants it today, or that it wants it in the same country, okay? It's really, it's different versus different countries. Food is made different, processed different, you know, like earlier we were, t- we were joking about the GMO, Um but food is processed differently in different countries. Like when I'm in the United States or North America or most countries other than Italy, let's say that, I don't often crave Italian food, okay? But when I'm in Italy, my body's like, oh, Italian food. And because there's something there with the energy of it and the way they make the, Ita- the Italian food and pasta that my body just loves. So you also want to look at countries, and just because it was way yesterday doesn't mean it was that way today. And, like, one of my body's favorite ways to get sugar or salt in one one sitting is uh, crackers and cheese. Cheese and crackers, right? Because if you look at it, body will process crackers as a sugar. And then um, your body can process the cheese as salt, okay? So that is salt and sugar. So when you start, when you're willing to ask your body what it would like, um, it can actually open you up to various different ways it can receive this. You know, I had my body one summer eating a ton of uh, watermelon because it loved how um, it, the liquid it got from it. You know, yes, it also had a sugar to it, obviously. Uh, but it also loved the liquid that came with it. And so you really do want to um, start looking at these acceptable eating behaviors and go, first of all, to start and create anywhere I made these or created them or agreed to them. And then really, body, what would you like to eat? Body, what would you like to eat? Bodies, what would you like to eat? Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Somebody said in the chat room, also important is the attitude the food is prepared with. Italians love their food. Exactly. So I was saying the energy of it, um, because it's, it, it is different. I, in different countries, even, even candy is different. Soda is different. Um, you know, like here in, even in Canada, the Cokes are tasting different. And so how much fun can you have with that? Okay. So check it out. Um, check out the archives. I talk, I've talked a lot about listening to your body, communicating with your body. It's at the basis of a lot. As a matter of fact, it's going to be the next book out is just communicating and being in communion with your body. So that's, that's a lot of fun because you get information from about everything, not just the food. It's just the one place that we tend to judge ourselves the most. 
And please do use the tools and see if you can end some of that judgment about yourself, really, about the food you eat, how you eat it, the quantity you eat, or anything like that, okay? Everything can shift and change. And if you would like some in-depth experience, I do enjoy. I do invite you to join us in New Orleans um, in September. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Um, we're taking tours. We are going to some nice restaurants. We're we're going to go to a park. Um, we're just we're going to take the tools that I talk about on the show all the time or in my workshops all the time, and bring them to everyday life, really in depth. And I'll I'll get to be there with you to help Podpock or get clarity, which is really what this is all about. Is like even in this last class this weekend in Right Body for You, somebody's like, Can I just take you with me? I wish I could just keep you with me in my pocket. And this is where this idea was actually born from. Well so I could be there to share this with you, okay? Um you do need to do a workshop first that is the prereq because you need the tools because we're gonna use the tools. Okay. So it is the prereq which you can join me in Rome next weekend, Brisbane after that, Vienna, London. There's a number of places that you can do. Uh, join us for a right few workshop. And if you're in the mood and want to come to Edmonton, Canada, and join me for the three-day body class this weekend, do that. Um, there are some more prereqs with that. We can find out all that information on my website, Donnie.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E.com. Um, you can f- check out some... Um, like I said, some SoundCloud clips, some past radio shows as well, including video uh, classes about Right Body for You that gives you some real basic um, introductory tools that you can begin to use immediately uh, for uh, for creating and generating your life and your body and listening to it and changing things and healing and losing weight or anything and more. Because that's the thing about Right Body for You. It's about the creation of your life with the contribution of your body. A lot of people think that, oh, you change your body first and then your life changes. Well, oftentimes you change your life, then your body changes. And Right Body for You is really the introduction and invitation to that, okay? So check it out, Donnielle.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E.com. If you want a private session, that's a great place to go to. So make it a fun week, a happy week. Be back here next week because guess what? I will be, and until then, everyone, please always have fun, and I'll I'll hug you around the world. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you and your body will join us. Until then, have fun.